welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss your favorite Marvel sports. We bring you in-depth analysis of each event across many different Marvel sports competitions. Catch all the information and drama you want to hear about your favorite players, teams, events, and more right here on the MSW Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast. I'm Commander Wolf, and today I am actually going to be hosting this all on my own. Brennan is currently on vacation, and so hopefully I can kind of do a good enough job with our guest today. So there are, whole, there are a whole lot of announcements, but one important one that needs to be mentioned is that today the rollout, the Marvel Magazine got its first issue released, and while I haven't had a chance to read it yet, I'm sure it's quite good, and so we'll definitely talk about that on the next episode of the podcast. I don't have really any more than that, so we're just going to go to the news with Johnny Marvel. Marble Sports fans, I am Johnny Marble here with the Marble Sports Worldwide News. I'm not fired yet. <laughs> In order to avoid legal issues with the International Olympics Committee, the Marble Olympics has officially been renamed to the Marble League. While the name change may be hard for some fans to accept, the quality of the events will not change. In related news, Marble Showdown is now underway, and what an exciting start it was. Several teams had stellar performances, such as the Hornets, who are newcomers to the Marble League. And not to be written off by the rookies, though, teams like Jawbreakers and Team Momo are not going down without a fight. With three more events to go, it's safe to say that we are in for quite an interesting tournament. The showdown also debuted with a brand new sponsor from SeatGeek a sign that Marvel sports are slowly becoming more and more recognized than ever before. Now moving away from Jelly's Marble Runs, we have MSPN's Marble Mayhem, which has already had its second event. While the great performances from Helios and Thanos are to be expected, Marbles, such as Spirit, are off to a surprisingly good start, making Season 3 more unpredictable than ever. <laughs> well, I've been Johnny Marble. Let's take it back to Brendan. Where they fired me actually for real. Brendan. Alright, thank you, Johnny Marble, for that wonderful news segment, as always. So, if things work out, Brendan should send a message in to cover some st his own thoughts real quick, and so. We are going to go ahead and put that in now. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Marble Guy here, coming at you from Florida. 
in Disney World. Coming at you with a uh, just a little bit of talk about the uh, recent Marvel Sports events. I know I was not able to make the full episode, and uh, damn, I, I left Waff to do it by himself. So, I mean, I don't know how that's going. I'm hoping uh, he's keeping your interest or something, but uh, <laughs> well, we'll have to see. But yeah, I'm, I'm down here in Florida in the Disney World. Uh, in, uh just visited Epcot yesterday, which is like one of the parks down here, the theme parks. Uh, it, was, it was pretty nice. Um, they have all this, they have this one part where it's like you, you have this whole river, not river, a lake. And then around it is like all the different, all these different buildings represent different countries around the world. So that was, that was really interesting. You know, you got to walk around and uh, get food. I was, uh, I, I was wanting to try something a little bit more exotic for dinner. So I was walking around the uh, the place, and uh, there would do there was like nothing. There was nothing that he like. Some of the menus that they were in a different freaking language. I couldn't even read them, so I, I wasn't going to eat any of that. I don't know what that would have that would have been. But um, a lot of these places, they just got the sit down restaurants. So like, I would have had to. I didn't have a lot of time, but I would have had to like sit down, order, blah 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 blah, blah and uh, you know wait a long time. So uh, I ended up getting some. Uh, some uh, glorified Chinese takeout <laughs> from the Chinese building, which was it was good. They did a good job. Some orange chicken, some uh, white rice. And it was uh, it was good stuff. Good uh, first day down here on my vacation. Yeah, but now uh, still on my vacation, still working here. This is uh, this is my little uh, pastime, my job, bringing you some Marvel sports content. But um, anyway, anyways. We should we should talk some marbles real quick. Watch the first event of Marvel Showdown 2019, and it was good. It was a good event. I enjoyed it. I was surprised. I was because uh, if you had told me, uh, did you, I don't know if you guys heard that. There's some thunder in the background. It's like big storm out there. Um, you know how like Florida has like the every day like between two and four they have like a, a big thunderstorm and it's beautiful after that. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know why that is, but semi-tropical, something in that Florida is in a semi-tropical area or something like that. But um, yeah, so anyway, the drop. <laughs> Let's get back to topic. What is that? We're now three minutes in, and I've yet to uh, give you uh, a complete marble thought. But uh, yeah, we are uh, the drawbreakers. I was surprised. I was. I mean, they were never touched. If you look at that first event, they they got out to a lead. They stayed a lead. No one even could challenge them. I was thinking, like, maybe, like, something from the Snowballs, from Primary, even the Hornets, who seemed to be pretty feisty in that first event. But nothing. Absolutely nothing. And, um, I mean, I, I don't know really what to say. Because, like, wow. I was not expecting the Jawbreakers. And no one was expecting the Jawbreakers. I, I put some predictions out for Marble Showdown. I know a lot of people who put out predictions for Marble Showdown. And uh, let me tell you, the Jawbreakers were never even in the top half. <laughs> i got to be honest. So, I mean... Um, wow, I'm just sitting here a little bit shocked at the, uh, the situation here. Um, I don't know, I'm sorry, I don't think, I don't think that they're going to put up the same type of performance in the rest of the events. I absolutely do not think that. I mean, look at some of these events. I'll have the uh, events pulled up here. Collision? Now. Now. 
I'm not seeing the jawbreakers come out with a um, you know a crazy performance in collision. I, I to be honest, I would be you'd be lucky to see the jawbreakers in the top half of collision. I mean, I mean the collision. The thing about collision is such a different event from the sand rally that like you know I, the problem. See, here's the problem. Everyone judges or somewhat judges the first event as the bellwether for the rest of the competition. So people watch this event, they're like, oh my god, look at the jawbreakers. They weren't even touched out in front. And then everyone's expecting them to start performing in collision, which is like as different from the sand marble rally as you could get. Okay. So that's one. I mean, um and, and it's it's also they're not very good at collision. So like it it's gonna be a very different situation coming through the second event they're not going to hold up the whole time as they did in this uh this, the rally just because there's such different um skills that are tested here so when i look at these standings um this is not how i think the end is going to be all right i mean come on the limers down in 12th no i'm expecting the limers to be like top five here coming up in the the collision i mean they're veterans of marble olympics they've played collision before twice now twice um and and then they're gonna they're gonna do good okay they have the skills for it the jawbreakers i don't know if they've ever played collision maybe once all right but they weren't they weren't very good and and just you know you shouldn't look at the first event and think that's how it's gonna go um but yeah definitely surprised at the jawbreakers um momo i'm glad they pulled forth because you know they are. I mean, the Limers and Momo are both expected to do well in this event. They're expected to do well in all four events um, and at least get a qualification. But I mean, now looking at the standings, I don't even know if Limers will come through with any sort of qualification uh, for that matter. But um, I mean, they're going to have to make some turnarounds here and really, you know, follow through in the collision, follow through in uh, I think funnel spin. Uh, yeah, it was three. I think they're going to do well in funnel spin and then the sprint, which is a complete toss-up for the Limers. But it's good to see Momo coming in fourth. Snowballs, I expected in third or around that area because they were a veteran team. They did great in 2018, as I've said many times before. And it, you have to just realize that these teams aren't the best. These teams aren't the top 16. So when you see some of these veteran teams like the Lime are doing so bad, I mean, that's just disappointing. You can't say, oh, well, you got a lot of competition out there. You, you know, you got to cut them a break. No, no, you don't. All right, because you have new teams, a couple of the fan teams. You have Hubalino teams. I mean, goddamn. I mean, Bramble from the Bumblebees here finishing in sixth place. And the Limers couldn't even get above 12. Unbelievable. Um, I mean, well, my uh, fan teams... To just to cover that. My, one of them was a snowball, so it was good to see them in third. But, I mean, team primary, man, down in 10th. I mean, I could, that was another disappointment for me because they actually had competed in two Marble Olympics, and they they actually did quite well. Not quite well, but they did all right. They did all right. You know, they were at least up there with the other uh, teams. They played with the Rangers, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, they raced against them. So, I mean, to see them all the way down here. But I will say, I think that this coming event, this collision event, which actually, by the time you get this episode, um, it might be passed. So hopefully I, I'm right in this respect. But I think collision is where we're going to see um, teams like Limers, Primary, uh, Momo even, who actually did quite well, Snowballs, um, even uh, the Shining Swarm maybe, um, start to perform better. Because it's less of a toss-up. It's about the skill. It's about the strength. It's about the practice. And they have more of that. 
they're more practiced, weathered teams when it comes to the Marble Olympics. So I'm expecting a strong performance from those, all of those teams, actually, or at least a better one than like in the bottom three when it comes to the collision event. Teams like the Hornets, when you think about the way they perform, you're like, okay, uh, the Hornets may even do great in collision, but we got to remember they've never done collision before. This is new for them. And even though they're a, they're a feisty team, it's not always about how aggressive you are in the collision court. It's more about how, uh, how strategic you are, I would say, because you have to remember there's many components. It's not just going out there and smacking the other marbles as hard as you can. Cause you know, with all that energy, you may push yourself off. You may hit the ball bearings. You may, you know, you could create tons of chaos that you don't want. It's about controlling the chaos you create out there in the collision court. So it's not just, you know, good to be aggressive, but it's also good to strategize your formation versus the other team's formation. Uh, you got to strategize how fast you want to come at the other team based on how they're coming. There's actually a lot of goes into it. And as the lead marble in a, um, a collision formation, they got to kind of help their uh, lead their team in that respect. But um, I think some of these less practiced teams like Hubalino and uh, the two fan teams aren't going to perform up to speed, up to par. Um, compared to the veteran teams when it comes to the um, the collision event, uh, obviously, I don't know I don't know anything, so I, <laughs> they could actually do well. But you know, beginner's luck, right? That exists. But um, I don't think I don't think that's where it's going to end up. Um, and uh, besides that, I mean, we're going to have to see how it goes. All right, I mean, I think I'm going to be able to make some more better judgments after seeing these marbles in the sand rally and collision because then you have two different main skills you have the speed skill you have that that agility skill but you also then get the strength and the strategic skill coming from collision then i could see like okay uh, following the funnel span going into five meter sprint at the end here which marble do i think is going to really take it all right but um i mean right now uh there's a lot of work to do for some of these teams definitely a lot of work to do so um yeah yeah, I mean, the Minty Maniacs and the Bumblebees both surprised that they did as well as they did. Obviously, eighth for the Minty Maniacs is not great, but, uh, you know, I was really, uh, I was really shitting on them <laughs> before. So, uh, I mean, the Hubalino, I don't know. They're a little bit better. See, like, they didn't do great, right? I mean, they didn't, they didn't place high, but they didn't place low. They're staying consistent. I mean, they at least have more consistency than the Limers. And, and in primary, who seem to come out there because they're veteran teams and kind of expect, feel entitled almost to do well, as opposed to the Hubalino teams. It's the least you can say for them is that they're a little bit humble out there. Okay, they're just doing the thing. They know they're not the best. They, they're not going to pretend like they're the best. And they're just going to go out there and do well. I mean, some of the stuff I saw, like when Bramble uh, from the Bumblebees got stuck in that hole, and then the Limers come in, push push out uh, the Bumblebees there, and then get stuck themselves. I mean, that's a veteran. That is, that is a rookie mistake to do something like that, to, not, to, to, to ram into that marble, waste energy, and then get stuck. I mean, that was stupid. You should have avoided the marble completely. Uh, but uh, one thing you can say is that... Um, very unexpected. Very unexpected finishes. I mean, the jawbreakers. I mean, that's unexpected in and of itself. But um, yeah. But I think that's uh, that's. I think that's about it for the predictions. I would. Um, I'd say just keep on uh, watching them. <laughs> keep on watching the Marvel Olympics. I'd hope you guys are watching. But uh, nothing really else to say. 
I uh, hope Mr. Waff is treating y'all well over there, over there in New Jersey. Yeah, no, you guys don't live in New Jersey. I do. That's where, uh, that's where I do all the editing or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but I hope he's treating you well over there. I hope our guest was good. I don't know what the hell's happening um, with all that. And uh, uh, this may be a shorter episode, so just be aware of that. And uh, I'll see y'all um, see y'all in episode 15, which we will record live with all the different guests and whatever the fuck it is, like me hosting and all that stuff. All that stuff coming at you next week. Episode 15 should be coming. And, uh, yeah, we'll get that all done. So, uh, I'm, uh, stumbling through the outro here because uh, I'm on vacation and I'm tired and I'm just trying to relax. So, see you guys later, guys. All right. Thank you, Brendan, for those wonderful words of insight. Now, to move on to the current episode, I'd like to introduce our guest, S-Man. Say hello. Hey. It's great to have you on the podcast, my guy. Yeah, thanks for having me. No problem. So tell me, how did you get into marble sports? Um, you know, just the, it ended up in my recommended, the 2017 ML qualifiers. And after I watched it, I was just hooked. And I guess I haven't missed anything since. (laughs) Let's see. So you got in a little bit earlier than some of our other guests. Like most of them have mentioned, I think, that like they came in around 2018. So that's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah, 2017 was my first one. Ah, I see. Okay. So, how much of you, like, like are you, like, just a fan of Yellow's Marble Runs, or have you watched some other channels? Um, I've watched some other channels, but, like, none of them have ever gone to where Yellow was. I got Like, you. none of them are as good as Yellow is. Yeah, that's kind of the consensus I've personally found. Like, no one has really matched his level of quality, but, like, I can I imagine like uh, like as time goes by, like more and more people will start to kind of ho- hopefully there'll be more channels like him because that would just make it all more entertaining for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Like I've watched I've watched a couple videos of like Marble Fubica and M and A tracing and all that. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Fubica. Like, um, he's got the good. He's got the quality uh, in terms of like visuals and. Just in like the presentation, the only problem I guess is like something that we've all mentioned is like uh he needs more structure to his tournaments and but that yeah. seems like that's gonna happen soon. So mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to what he does next. Yeah, me too. All right, well let's try and move into our topics here. So let's talk about Marble Showdown Event One. Do you have any p- um thoughts in particular you want to mention? I am very disappointed in the Shining Swarm because <laughs> I predicted them to win. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, I predicted them to win the whole thing, and uh, Ooh. yeah, not off to a good start. Yeah, that, oh, like they got eleventh place that time. It wasn't wasn't the best. Yeah, uh, but I suppose like what was really surprising was how good like um our top four here did. Like, first of all, the Hornets, our newcomers, placed second, which is really impressive yeah. for their very first outing. Yeah, like. They have no record but pre- prior to this, so it's mm-hmm. quite interesting to see them do so well. Yeah, and I was pretty impressed with the Jawbreaker's performance, getting first in that. Yes, definitely. I they haven't did not competed since 2017. Coming. Yeah. Yeah, like their their last like 
in the, in the past, they placed 7th in 2016 and then 13th in 2017. But then after that, they stopped qualifying for the other two Marble Olympics. Mm-hmm. And I guess Marble League now. But yeah, it, it's like to see them, like I guess, make a resurgence is quite interesting. And I'm interested to see if they can continue this um, winning streak. Yeah, me too. For me personally, Momo, Team Momo was the highlight of this event because... They were, like, near the back at the start, and then, if you notice, like, they started to pull ahead, and, like, it was really good, but then they st- they got caught in that bramble, and they fell back in, like, sixth place. Then, after getting knocked loose, they rushed to the end and, like, just barely clinched fourth place. Like, that was quite yeah. an impressive performance from Momo Momo. Yeah. Um, I still think that the Jawbreakers did the best because they were leading the entire time. Were they, were they leading from the very beginning? I'm pretty sure. If they didn't, they got it within a few seconds. Let's see here. Let's At least go. I'm pretty sure. I have pull up so I can, sc- I can kind of scroll around a little bit. Let's see. So far I'm seeing, yeah, the Jawbreaker seems to have led, like, most of the time. If they, may have, they may have lost it in a few places for, like, a brief second, but yeah. it does seem like they kind of led since the beginning. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, they did pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Another stand-up, I guess, uh, or not really stand-up so much as, um, important uh, performance dimensions like the limers like they got a dnf in this competition yeah, which that, is that was rough mm-hmm. they got caught on the the first bramble like like the, the, a few marbles got caught there but then like they were the last ones in the line to hit it and so no one was yeah. there to knock them loose. yeah because wasn't it like team primary got stuck but then the limers ran into them or something i believe that's what happened like it was it was one of the like i know like, there was like, i think i think two two marbles got stuck and like they all like the one behind primary knocked them loose, and then limers hit them, knocked them loose, but then no one could knock limers loose. Yeah, because they were in last. Yeah. And the limers have had a pretty disappointing performance overall. Like, 2016 was just the 15th place, then mm-hmm. which is, like, next to last. 2017, they got 10th, which is roughly around was... the middle of the pack almost. Yeah. But then, 20, then 2018, they just got 14th, and then after that, they didn't qualify for 2019, obviously, because they're in showdown, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, Limers, they have a big fan base, but their performance just isn't that good. Yeah. The, uh, what about our other, let's see, our Hubalino teams? They did, uh, okay, I remember one of them did okay, if I'm not mistaken. Bumblebees, was, they got, like, sixth. Yeah, so, and so for, like, so Bumblebees' record, like, so far, the only notable record is that they won first place in the 2018 Hubalino tournament, so... Yeah. They've shown that they can like kind of um roll with the best of them. Mhm. And then, uh who was our uh, Minty Maniacs? Yes. Yeah. I don't remember where they got. I think they got like 10th. They got 8th. 8th. So they were st- they were almost they were almost like um dead um like Bubbly's got 6th. So they were just two places below them. So they mm-hmm. didn't do bad, but like uh, yeah. I so they they could st- they could still surprise us like they got 7th in the 2016 Hubalino tournament and then 2nd in 2018. So they were definitely one of the better teams from the Hubalino days. It's just that. Yeah, but then you look at the ML and they got, like, what, 13th? Yeah, in 2018. Yeah. So they competed here before. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting. So despite, like, having more experience than the Bumblebees, they still didn't do as good as them. But not, but it wasn't too much of a difference. So we can't really use that as an indicator of, like, either of their skills so far. Yeah. 
it is a relatively short tournament though, like just only four events, so there's not a whole lot of room for error this time around. Yeah, and honestly, I will be very surprised if the Maniacs get in the top eight. True. Like, they're, they're, they're right on the cusp there, so let's mm-hmm. see if they can hold on, I suppose. See, is there any more notable performances that... I, I suppose the Turtle Sliders, they, they're only at ninth for now, and so, like, yeah. the other fan team, they... But again, like, mm-hmm. they, so... They didn't really make a lot of appearances in that race. I don't even know if Greg mentioned them once. I'm not sure. I don't think he did either. I'd have to go back and re-watch it. Yeah, but as far too. as I can remember, he didn't actually really make a big impression, so yeah. to speak. So... Um, I mean, I guess we could talk about just how close the race was at one point. Because there was one point where the cameraman kind of looked back... And it was literally just, like, ten marbles all in a row. <laughs> yeah, they were all jumbled up. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. Like, they all they all really want this. Like, they all want that opportunity to qualify for next year. Like, absolutely. Definitely. Team pri- uh, team Primary is, uh, hasn't really had the best track record. Like, I know that yeah. uh, Hershey mentioned, like, they, they used to be his favorite team, and so... I would li- I would hope to see them do better as I know that like, it would probably mean it would mean a lot to him and I'm pretty sure a lot of other fans. But so far they haven't like they've been here I think since the beginning like 2016. But they haven't mm-hmm. been doing good like they haven't they didn't even qualify for 2018 either. So yeah, I I'm a fan of Team Primary. Oh, yeah? They're yeah they're one of my tops actually. Hmm. So like does. Do these events results um, change your predictions at all? Um, a little bit. Um, after seeing that, I might put the jawbreakers higher, but I still think the shining swarm can come in and at least get one of the top spots. Uh, I mean, the shining swarm got a seventh place performance in 2017, so like they didn't do bad, but like they haven't mm-hmm. really. They been only got consistent. one medal though. Only one medal, yeah. But hey. They got their medal in collision, and that's what the next event is. So, who knows? I yeah. I for me, I think I still think that Momo will win it. Like if this is any indication, like they they have finally like started to turn themselves around from their uh, the funk they had been in since like the 2018 Marvel Olympics. So, yeah. I'm hoping to see that like they can, I guess, like really get back into the groove of what they used to do and kind of be the great team that we all know they can be. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the Hornets have definitely surprised me, so I think the Hornets and Jawbreakers as well will both be um, making it, I think, in the top eight. Limers, I have very little hope for them doing any better, but you never know. Like, they could, I guess, show, mm-hmm. like, come back. It's just that they're they're way behind everybody else now, so. Yeah, it's gonna, they're, good, they're definitely gonna have to work for it. True. Hmm. It's definitely like I just want to mention like this is kind of harder to do with just two people like with with Brendan here. Like, normally we could like talk a lot longer because we'd have three different opinions. So yeah, I just want to almost I just want to apologize to our listeners quick if this is actually end up being a shorter episode than normal. Like th- this all has kind of happened, you know. <laughs> yeah, you should have seen the conversations we had twelve hours before now. <laughs> oh boy, like we had a lot of issues trying to get this started. <laughs> yeah. Alright, well, do you have any other thoughts on the showdown teams? Not that I can think of right now.
All right. So, do you? So, have you watched Marble Mayhem from MSPN? I have. All right. Do you have any um thoughts that you could give on the first two events of this tournament? Um, Spirit, obviously, big surprise. How he's doing? Yes. Spirit has been a, a huge surprise to this community what? so far. Two third places, right? Yeah, two um third place in I believe I believe has been two back to back third places. Yeah, I see. Third place in hurdles and then in tightrope. I believe it, I'm pretty sure it was also a second. It was a third, another third place, and so currently they actually sit at second, just with below limelight of all people, and or that's crazy. Like I never expected Spirit to ever be near the top. Ah, uh, like. This this season has really just been shaping up to be one of the most surprising and unpredictable seasons yet. Hello, everybody. Sorry for that issue. Uh, our S-Man's mic stopped working, so... But fortunately for you, we kind of cut out all that, so you don't have to worry about that, so... I guess, uh... Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right, well, to get back into the episode, I, I guess I was just talking about, like, how, uh... Limelight and Spirit have both been really surprising performers yes, for this they have. Um, season. Uh, <laughs> Spirit, in particular, has been known to be one of the worst performing marbles. Statistically, I believe Igneous is still the worst. Igneous is the worst of the competitors that have competed in both season one and season two. Right. Uh, but yeah, to see um, I guess like Limelight and Spirit kind of up there with Thanos and Helios. Is quite yeah. surprising. And yeah, Camo's doing pretty good too this season. He's um five, at five again, so he's still continuing that that streak of his. So he's definitely, it definitely wasn't like beginner's luck. He is definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, I think and Thanos um has been a dominator of the the hurdles events so far. Like I believe, like was there hurdles in season one? Yes. And he, I'm assuming Thanos won that one too, correct? Yes, pretty sure. Yeah. So. And doesn't Thanos have the most wins, or is it tied with Helios now? He has the most. Is it um, three victories? Four. Now, four? four. Four. Hurdles. So is Helios at like three right now then? Probably. Like, because uh, since Helios is like the best performing uh, Marvel, I would assume that he would have some of the higher numbers, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thanos has won Hurdles in Season 1, Hot Quills in Season 2, Slippery Slope in Season 2, and Hurdles in Season 3. Ah, okay. So Thanos definitely is up there, but Dragon's Mm -hmm. Breath, while he is our defending champion, he's kind of like in the middle of the pack again, but that's kind of what happened in Season 2. Like, he kind of bides his time, and then near the the end, he kind of comes out. It's definitely a dangerous uh, strategy to use, but it worked last time, so I can see it working again. Mm Mm-hmm. And, fun fact... So far, I've predicted the podium for both of the events, and I've gotten both gold medalists right. Really? Okay. Yeah. I did the math, and the odds of doing that, if if every competitor has the same chance of getting first, the odds of that happening is under 1%. Dang, that's quite impressive. Now, so far, MSPN is like, it's almost, like, the marbles have managed to perform as if they actually, like, have, like, the stats and skills, and that's kind of why I love Marble Mayhem so much, like, so... It's, a, it's in a way like it, there is technically higher percentage like when you think about it but in reality it is like below one percent yeah so good on mm-hmm. you man like you, you've been doing good so far 
Yeah. All right, everybody, we're back again with <laughs> more interruptions. Sorry about that. <laughs> this is our most chaotic episode yet, I'd say. At least for me. You, you won't get to see mo- hear most of this. But yeah. I'm, but th- there's a lot of audio where nothing happens because technical difficulties. Yeah. My mic keeps breaking. Uh, <laughs> t- chances are this will happen a few more times, but we'll try and good our teeth and bear with it. So. Yep. I can't remember where I left off with on the Marble Mayhem talk. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I don't remember. I, I guess like just like Helios and Thanos are still our top performers. They're tied for third right now. Spirit is doing better than anyone ever could have predicted. Mm-hmm. And Limelight is also, I don't remember Limelight doing bad, but never really all that good. Yeah. So yeah, their first place position is also quite surprising. So mm-hmm. season three, uh, I honestly can't tell you exactly how this will go. It could go any either way. This is definitely going to be one of the more chaotic seasons, I would say. Yeah, of Marvel Mayhem. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I'm rooting for Helios and Thanos. That's who I want to win. Um, oh yeah, I'm still rooting for my boy Dragon's Breath, but Dragon's Breath. I, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've been rooting for him since the beginning, and like, because he's had the, some of the best performances of season two, like in season like in event seven when he bounced off that wall and like he tied with Thanos at the end of season two, like oh yeah, he's so good. Like he, he that he's, was he's a good competitor. He's just he that, like, is yeah. He likes to bide his time. Hmm. Um. Yeah. Orange must be a lucky color for me because every time in a Marvel thing that I've picked the color orange from the start, they ended up winning that season. Really? Yeah. Huh. So, like, when I first watched the 2017 ML, um, I picked the O-Rangers from the start. And then, season oh, one of Marble Mayhem, I picked Helios, and he won. Ah, okay. Oh, so, did, so, did you not pick um, Helios for season two, then? Yeah. Who'd you pick for season two? Um, I was rooting for Helios and Thanos in both of them, really. Just Helios is, like, my main one. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Well, I ho- hopefully Helios continues to do good. I imagine so, because Helios has been our best competitor so far, and so mm-hmm. I'd expect nothing less. Yeah. All right. uh, do you have anything else that you'd like to add about um, um, Marble Mayhem? Like, maybe the events in particular, like, something specific about the events, maybe? Not really the events, but I just want to kind of think that Shimmer is kind of underrated, because both seasons so far... He has had a chance to win going into the final event, and I just feel like a lot of people don't give him the credit he deserves. Shimmer is definitely a good competitor. Uh, I guess like they just haven't like had a like one of those really standout performances, I suppose, that really get them noticed. Like, yeah. Are they usually are they usually around like the middle of the pack? I'd say. Yeah, I mean, in season one, I think he got like third. But I'm hmm, not exactly sure about season two. Gotcha. So, it's, I guess Shimmer is kind of like the mellow yellow of the, of Marble Mayhem. Yeah, kinda. They're they're good performers. It's just that they don't get recognized because they don't do the absolute like best, I suppose. Yeah. If there's nothing else from Marble Mayhem, I guess like we kind of covered everything we need to talk about. So, uh, I guess we can move into just some other some random Marble talk. So I guess uh, maybe talk about like a, the marble chaos theory as brendan puts it uh like uh, compared to like a, uh, I i guess 
yeah, like yeah, the Marble Olympics or I guess Marble League, uh, Marble Mayhem and like Sand Marble Rally and stuff like that. Like, what is your preferred type of marble racing? Like, do you like prefer the Sand Marble Rally? Do you like the Marble Olympics or are you a really big fan of like the kind of algae stuff that Marble Mayhem does? I really, I really like the uh, ML. That's definitely my favorite. Like, is there any specific reason why I like? Is it because like the structured events or? Yeah, I just think it's cool how you can take events from the Olympics and kind of transfer it over so that marbles can do it. But while also okay, while also um, making up new ones like the collision and stuff like that. I gotcha. Yeah, that's true. Like having some of those newer events has also been nice because some events just don't translate as well. Like surfing, like while it was definitely an interesting experiment, it didn't get executed the best. I hope hopefully they can find a way to execute it better for future years. But as of right now, like events like that are really hard to try and figure out. Yeah. And like uh, during the uh, Winter Marble Olympics, uh, if everybody remembers like the bobsled, like a lot of marbles were bouncing out. Like, like it's mm-hmm. it was definitely hard to figure out. Like. Although a fun fact, so Hershey mentioned like uh, um off the air on his episode, like his dad actually designed the bobsleds, and what happened, what, the reason why they bounced out so much is because they put them upside down, like they weren't supposed to be that, like that, like because they he wanted the marbles to be actually touch the ground to actually influence the direction of the bobsled. Yeah. But either by accident or possibly on purpose to maybe make make it more like to I guess add some chaos to it the bobsleds were put upside down before going down the slope and that is kind of why there were so many issues with that and so hmm. depending on so sometimes it's based on like i guess uh design like the the snow the the surfboards weren't i guess the best design the, the event in overall and then in the terms of the bobsleigh because of po- either maybe a lack of communication uh possibly it ended up resulting in more uh more uh marbles jumping out than it should have and so Sometimes marble events can be affected, I guess, by how things are executed or communicated to the other members. Yeah. Not really sure where I was going with that, but, you know, <laughs> it's a fun fact I wanted to put in there. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. Sorry, everybody. This is a very dead episode. Like, <laughs> It really is hard to do without a, a third person. Like, yeah. I tried to get a lot of guests on for this episode, but uh, a lot of people were on vacation, surprisingly. It's quite <laughs> crazy. Like, uh, I'm hoping that Brendan gives us a lot to, of, like, a recording that lasts quite a bit to put in here, because it'd be nice to have, uh, a little bit more to to hear from him. Yeah, I definitely miss you, yeah. Yeah, we're only at, like, 24 and a half seconds right now. Uh, That's on my... I was like, for your, I'll be cutting that down, so, like, we're about roughly half the length of a standard episode, and I just gotta say, Brendan, if you're listening to this at some point... I miss you. I miss you a lot. I really... (laughs) This podcast really does um, hinge upon having multiple people working on this together. I can't wait to have you back for next episode. I hope we don't have to do this again for a long time. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. Uh, I'm I'm really trying to think of things that we could talk about. Do you have anything in particular that you would like to mention? Um, I mean, is there really anything else to talk about, like, the M games or anything like that? Uh, the M games, so, I believe as mentioned in the community coaches tab, like, so, like, he, um, asked some of the Discord members, like, if 
we wanted to have the uh yeah like the events released like like the first event released like really soon but then wait several months between each event or yeah. wait until a few months to have all of it recorded and then released on a weekly basis and he ultimately decided actually that he wants to do it on i, I guess he'll, he'll record and then release it as soon as he can so that's why he's good so he's gonna end up doing that it'll be a a long period of waiting time but i think the main reason why he wants to do it is like he like people like brendan for instance really want to see the m games and so i suppose he wants to just put the content out there for people to enjoy yeah i'm really excited for it yeah go clovers go clovers uh go telescopics on my end uh as a patron i kind of have a little bit of insight like so some of the event ideas that have been thrown around have been pretty interesting so definitely gotta say this is gonna be an extreme sport and Mm -hmm. i'm just so excited to see how it's executed i I really can't wait yeah me too all right let's see here so uh i honestly can't think of anything like if this ultimately is a shorter episode i suppose that's how it will be uh there's not much else i can really do about it better than nothing right yeah i mean like if we can't if you have anything to talk about like it kind of when there'd be no point in us dragging it on yeah uh all right well so you just going ahead and end it here s man yeah we can all right well thank you for tuning in everybody apologies if this was a bit more uh boring or in short because you because it's so because of its being so short like we just we did our best here we had a lot of technical issues and ultimately this is just kind of how it goes when uh things like this happen mm-hmm. definitely shows how important it is to have uh brendan on this show he really adds a lot yeah just one more thing all right go if you're listening out there go follow marble.league.facts on instagram Ah, uh, yes, of course. Gotta get that plug in there. Yeah, of course. Yes, go follow marbly.facts on Instagram. That was, that was the name, right? Marble.league.facts. Marble.league.facts. Yes. Yeah. Lots of facts about both the Marble League, the Sam Marble Rally, and even the even um, the Marble... Oh, sorry. Marble Mayhem. Yes. Just posted one yesterday about Marble Mayhem. Ah, Okay. And I'm assuming like you'll do some facts and like uh M games and stuff once they get going as well. Yeah, probably. Alright, well, thank you for tuning in. I hope to see you back for the next one. This is Commander Wolf signing off. Alright. So to make up for this episode not being the best, I figured I'd do something special. This'll also probably be my last time editing, so you know it just kinda adds on to it a little bit. It's probably something I'm going to regret. But I got the idea for it, and now I just can't not do it. So hopefully you'll enjoy or cringe or whatever. Either way, it's happening. Creeper. Aw, man. So we back in the mine, got our pickaxe swinging from side to side, side, side to side. This task a grueling one, hope to find some diamonds tonight, night, night, diamonds tonight. Heads up, you hear a sound, turn around and look up. 
Total shock fills your body Oh no, it's you again I could never forget those eyes Eyes, 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 eyes Cause baby, tonight The creeper's trying to steal our stuff again Cause baby, tonight you grab your pick, shovel, and bolt again, bolt again, again, and run, run until it's done, done, until the sun comes up in the morn. Cause baby, tonight, the creeper's trying to steal all the stuff again. Just when you think you're safe, over here some hissing from right behind, right, right behind. That's a nice life you have, shame it's gotta end at this time, 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 time. blows up. Then your health bar drops and you could use a one-up. Get inside, don't be tardy So now you're stuck in there Half a heart is left but don't die Die, 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 die Cause baby tonight The creeper's trying to steal our stuff again Cause baby tonight You grab your pick, shovel and bolt again Bolt again, again and run, run until it's done, done Until the sun comes up in the morn Cause baby tonight The creeper's trying to steal our stuff again Dig up diamonds and craft those diamonds and make some armor Get it baby, going forward to the queue So MLG Pro, the sword's made of diamonds So come at me bro, ha! Training in your room under the torchlight On that farm to get you ready for the big fight Every single day in the whole night, creepers out prowling. <laughs> Alright, look at me, look at you, take my revenge, that's what I'm gonna do. I'm a warrior, baby. What else is new? And my blade's gonna tear through you. Cause baby, tonight, the creeper's trying to steal our stuff again. Cause baby, tonight, grab your sword, armor, and go. Take your revenge. Oh, and fight, fight like it's the last, last night of your life, life, show them your bye. Cause baby, tonight, the creeper's trying to steal all stuff again. Cause baby, tonight, you grab your pick, shovel, and bolt again, bolt again, again, and run, run until it's done, done, until the sun comes up in the morn. Cause baby, tonight, the creepers try to steal our stuff again.